Hey there, ladies and gentlemen. How are you doing today? Todd and I wanted to give you a little special announcement here at the beginning of the episode before we get started. Uh, just at the end of season three, uh, Todd? Yeah, so uh, if you haven't been following along, uh, we did have a thing that we talked about two weeks ago where we were going to only release two more episodes that were already recorded. So we didn't really have anything to kind of say goodbye to this season of Idiots with Opinions, but we will be taking a two-week hiatus after this episode. Uh, so we will be back on July 1st, I believe. Yep, July 1st. And that actually, July 1st is a Monday. Uh, if you've been you know, sitting around waiting for that new Idiots with Opinions to drop on Sunday afternoon like we've been doing for the past several months or, you know, uh, the last year or however long we've been doing it. Uh, we're actually going to start releasing Monday morning. Uh, so that just kind of makes it easier on us. We can schedule the upload to happen about Monday morning at like 4 a.m. That, that way you, the listener, uh, can listen to it as you're walking to school or driving to work or doing whatever you do. We're the voice of the people. That's right. The voice of the people. So, uh, nothing to be concerned about. Just uh, a couple couple of short weeks where uh, the idiots are going to take a nice, well-deserved break. And we'll be right back to you on July 1st, uh, Monday morning, really bright and early. So, be sure to join us then for some brand new, crazy news stories. Do you have anything else to add, Tuscan? Yes. Uh, I also want to apologize for this episode. It was recorded... Uh, a little while back, so, you know, if you're a connoisseur of weird news, you might realize that these stories aren't exactly the uh, latest weird news stories, but it's a good episode nonetheless, and, uh, and, and we hope you guys enjoy it. That's right. Well, without further ado, our season finale of Season 3, Idiots with Opinions. This is Idiots with Opinions. Idiots may vary. Ladies and gentlemen, live from Los Angeles, it's Tuscan and Todd here on the Idiots with Opinions podcast. This one goes out to all of you out there, wherever you are. Remember, the light at the end of the tunnel may be you. That's right. We're in Los Angeles. We're in no way in the places that we've always been before. Um, Actually, we're not in the places we've always been before. Todd is recording out of his childhood bedroom in Omaha. Tuscan, we were going to keep that a secret. (laughs) I was not going to keep that a secret. That was like one of the first things I wanted to mention when we came the, on the show. The mural and behind me, as you can see, yeah. we're FaceTiming right now, yeah. and, and you can see the the mural that I had all all throughout my childhood, uh, where you can tell that mm-hmm. my dad really wanted me to be an astronaut. So mm. you can see the Earth, and it's from the moon's perspective. Uh, it's 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 a good mural. Well, you could always play one on 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 television or in a movie, you know. You just gotta get in shape, but you're tall enough to be an astronaut. I don't think I would be. Astronauts have to be tall. Um, no, not necessarily. And actually, I I would bet that it's easier to be an astronaut, just like more comfortable if you're a short guy, uh, like myself. But you, like, most astronauts are like these very like jockey sort of dudes. Um, they're like six feet or taller oh speaking of where we're at you are in lincoln right i am so ladies and gentlemen uh 
Tuscan and Todd are but 45 minutes away from each other, yet still not close enough to caress each other's faces. Yep. We were going to hang out last night, but I saw a movie, and then it was like one in the morning when I got out of the movie. And I was, and like, I was already asleep. Yeah, I kind of figured man. you would be. I kind of figured you would be. You were like, well, do you want to hang out after that? And I was like, there's no way that's happening. Yeah. It can't be. But, uh... But but that's beside the point, folks. What I what I actually saw last night was the uh, the the new John Wick movie. Which Todd, uh, have you seen those movies? Never seen one. I love those movies. They are by, by saying I've never seen one. I I haven't seen any of them. Is what I meant. Right, right, right. I would I would go as far as to say that these are the best action movie series that has ever been released. Better than just pure, Born Legacy or Born Born I whatever the Born series. Yes, and and I'll I'll tell you why I think that because in in the Born series, which is a good series as well as you know James Bond, yeah, and, and stuff like that. But in all of those movies, there's a heck of a lot of exposition. You know, there's a lot of setting up and like yeah, I have to go meet with this person and we talk for a while, and then nothing happens and I leave. And, and I don't want to spoil this for anybody who hasn't seen the John Wick movies, but in every scene, at every opportunity, and at every turn, Keanu Reeves kills everybody in the room. <laughs> that, is, that is the plot of the entire series. Is like He just walks Keanu into Reeves, a room, has yeah. a few words with someone, and then just murders everyone. Keanu, my dad and I were talking last night after the movie and I, I I think he asked me he's like how many words do you reckon Keanu Reeves said throughout the entire movie and I said you know I think it was probably less than a hundred words and I would I, I I would say I would say I if if the over under on the movie was and I can check the script and all that but I would bet um, if I if I was betting money, I would say it's less than 150 words that he uttered throughout the entire movie, because he had a decent number of lines, but so many of the lines were single word answers. He had less than less than 50 lines for sure in a movie starring him. There were m- characters that had more lines than him and definitely said more things than he did, but there were. Yeah, I, w- I would say less than 150 words were said by Keanu Reeves throughout the entire... That year. makes him much more menacing, too. You know? I, I haven't seen the movie, but... like the eternal it, have words... You ever, have you ever seen Sicario? No. Well, there's a character in that movie who, in the original cut of the script, said nothing until, like, maybe the last act of the movie. Mm. And um, they added a few more things, but it was just like he's such a menacing character. Yeah, and it's it's, it's like so it's like it's like the Ray Park characters that he yeah. plays in movies. Yeah, like like he played Darth Maul, who had one line and two, I think. Mm. Didn't he say something when he was outside in Coruscant, and then he said something when uh, he was inside Naboo? I don't think he said anything when he was in Naboo. I think he said something when he was on a ledge in Coruscant. He said, we will kill the Jedi or something along those lines. Like it was all 
But then he played Snake Eyes in the G.I. Joe movies that came out like, I don't know. When did I think those they're making out? another like one. But it's been a while since the last G.I. Joe yeah. movie. Yeah. It's been at least, I, I, I would wager to say it's been at least 10 years since the last G.I. Joe movie. Eh, I don't but know. But I, I, I don't know either. Because those came out when I was little. But in those movies, he played a character that had taken an oath of silence. Like, he just didn't say anything at mm-hmm. all. So there's that for you. That's what you got. If you want to talk about somebody else who's not saying anything anymore, uh, let's talk about this guy who <laughs> claims to be the oldest man in the world that is now dead. <laughs> and and I, I do apologize. I, I find the story really interesting, uh, but it was published just over two years ago uh, in May of 2017. But... I had never heard of it before. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has heard of it before, so I find it interesting, and I'm going to share it with you, Todd. Thank you for doing that. I can now see your face. Yeah. You're not like a, a, a shadow. Todd just closed his window, and now the aperture on the camera has corrected to fit his face. So this man, basically the oldest recorded human, lived to be 122 years old. It was, a, I believe, a French woman named uh, Janae uh, Calment, uh, 122 when she died, and considered popularly as the oldest living human ever to have lived. This guy... Oh, like in history? Yeah, yeah, yeah ever. Uh, wow. Re- in recorded history. And we don't know yeah. if there was like an ancient Greek person who lived to be 150. We, you know, there's you no know, record. Wh- where was she in France? Uh, this BBC article does not say. Okay. Well, I was just wondering, like, what what provides the best, uh, like, environment for living? Is she in an urban environment or a or a rural I would, environment? I would wager to say that a and and I correct me if I'm wrong. I would wager to say that people in rural environments that also have access to healthcare live longer. Because yeah, the the advantage of living in a rural environment, you know, you get fresh air and kind of a peaceful lifestyle living in a rural environment, and you get healthcare living in an urban environment. So if you can find a balance between the two, I would wager that you live longer. Mm-hmm. I could be totally wrong about that, but that that is my that is my idiotic opinion here. But this guy, this guy Todd, claims to have been. 24 years older than the oldest person ever to have lived. And he basically claims to have been born in 1870. And there are a lot of people that verify this information. His ID uh, in Indonesia corroborated the fact that he had been born in uh, 1870, which at the time of his death, would have made him 146 years old. What? Yeah. I mean, can you imagine having lived in three different centuries? It'd be possible for you and me. We were born at the end of one century. Yeah. End of one millennium. So conceivably, if we lived to be 104, even 103 and like a half, 
we can live in three centuries. That's pretty dope. In well, my four opinion. for but, me, right? Yeah. You're in 1998? No. What? I was 97. Oh, okay. We were both I was born like a month after you. Oh, yeah. You're October. Yeah. Come on, man. Get with the program. But anyway, the, the, the problem with this, and this is why I say it's alleged and nobody really knows, is because Indonesia didn't start officially recording births until the year 1900, and there have been mistakes in their system before, but that doesn't necessarily mean that this man is not in and around 146 years old. You know, I, I feel like you'd know if you were 30 when the year 19... 19- hundred hit right yeah Yeah. i feel like you'd understand like time at that point and even if you're not 30 maybe you're 25 you know so even if he was born in like 1875 1880 he's still the oldest man to have ever lived because he outlives the oldest person to have ever lived by 24 years just imagine, like, all the different advances in technology that he's lived through. Oh, my God. I can't, even, I can't even start to fathom it. You know, when this man was allegedly born, the Civil War ended five years previous, prior to that, right? That's crazy. Um, and he lived in, in Indonesia, which means they... Now, my timeline of history is a little fuzzy, but I don't believe that the Americans fought now because Indonesia's not yeah but but I would imagine that his culture was not really exposed to Americans in any way until he was you know well into his prime yeah i I, I mean the fact that he lived. As long as he did, I don't, I don't know how old he is. Allegedly. But, yeah, you know, to have lived for 146 years, that's got to be crazy, the sorts of things you've seen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were around before the telephone. You were ele- around before electricity. And now people have the telephone in their pocket. And, you know, they've got all sorts of games and things. And, and the sorts of advances in medical history and all these things are... are absolutely ridiculous at this scale i remember my uncle had told me a story about how uh it was a i think it was a great aunt of mine who had lived to be a hundred years old and Mm -hmm. when when lance lance when neil armstrong went to the moon uh (laughs) she had made a comment when like that when everyone was there she made a comment saying like, oh, I just can't believe that, you know, we're he's going out to the moon. This is just that I don't remember something as as amazing um, since I was living in this one house and they brought the first light bulb or something, something similar to that, like putting in the 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 uh, the electricity in their house and turn the lights on for the first time. Right. And just it's so crazy to think like those two things could be compared in the same life. Can you imagine, though? I mean, you know, I I know a lot of people get into this and and it's been speculated so many times. But if you and I reach 
that age, not 146. I don't even hope to live that long. Yeah, no. Uh, I hope I'm dead well before 146. <laughs> but imagine we reach the age of 103 and we're able to see the turn of the century in 2100. Mm-hmm. Right? Imagine, imagine that's the thing. With the rate of acceleration of technology at this time, at this present date, even even from two years ago, the technology today looks so much more crazy and and astronomically beyond my imagination than it did when I was a little kid, right? Mm-hmm. So extrapolate that and put it on a century long scale and and think about what the end of the 21st century could possibly look like. I mean, you know, we'll imagine I, I, I relayed this information to, um, to a couple of coworkers of mine because where I work just recently started composting. Right. Mm. And, and also recycling glass. So we, we take all the glass and we put it in specific recycling bins for glass. And we take all of the food products that we throw out, and put them in a specific composting bin and all of that gets shipped away and processed and all that stuff. Right. And all of our other trash goes into a separate bin. And I can imagine, I can imagine even today telling my kids a story and being like, you know, when I was a kid, it didn't matter what you threw away. You could throw away plastic. You could throw away tin cans you could throw away whatever you wanted food glass and it all went into the same bin and then once a week a man would come around in a truck and he would pick that bin up and he'd put it into the truck and that truck would go somewhere else and all of that stuff everything that everybody in the city threw away would sit in one lot and it would just be this giant pile of everything everybody didn't need (laughs) I mean think about that 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 will that is changing it has changed and it will continue to change right like that process is going to be different but well time. yeah if we just use what i say and and take all of our landfill trash and shoot it into the sun then all of that will be fixed yep how how could i argue with that point todd that's what i've been saying for months Shoot our trash into the sun. Hashtag shoot our trash into the sun. But yeah, it's crazy. I I remember the first time that I used a touch screen on an iPod touch, Mm -hmm. and that was Mm -hmm. mind-blowing for me. Right. I was like, this cannot be. And now it's it's just... Do you remember the, um, the cool kid, the rich kid when we were little kids, was the guy with a flat screen TV? (laughs) <laughs> and the flat screen TV was like still five inches thick, but you were like, oh my God, like, look at that. That's so, and it was in yeah. like 480p. And you're like, look at that television. Oh my God, the picture is so clear. And and it's like, it's like razor thin. And now you got things like the curved TV in like 8K and you're like, Jesus, it's like I'm looking into a, another, a portal to another realm. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. photo real. Like walk right into it. Oh Absolutely yeah, it's crazy. Ridiculous. It's crazy how far technology has come. Uh, wild times. Well, you know, sometimes technology can get in the way, though. It's 
it's gotten indeed gotten to this point where it can cost your life and mm. people are trying to combat that in New York City because uh, there's a bill that was just introduced to the state Senate of New York that could fine uh, pedestrians 25 to 20, 250 dollars for using their portable electronic devo- device while walking across the street, even in mm. crosswalks. Oh man, I got a story for you. Go for it. All right. So this is a huge problem uh, in Lincoln, and especially when I'm driving on campus uh, across the University of Nebraska campus, and, and a bunch of people that I see around there will cross the street without even looking, not, not knowing where they are, they don't know if cars are coming. Um, and even if they do know cars are coming, they cross the street with confidence that the car is going to stop and that they are going to be fine, right? Mm-hmm. Jaywalking is a huge, huge thing in Lincoln. Yeah. People do it all the time. So I was driving back, and I think I think I had our mutual friend Lucas in the car. And Lucas and I were, were driving back from climbing one day, and I saw a girl who was going across the crosswalk totally on her phone, not at all looking up to see if traffic was coming. And I was able to time it by my position, her position, our mutual speeds. I was able to time it so that I drove past her right in front of her nose, like so close to her, but I didn't hit her very close. And I I was able to do it just right in front of her so that she was like, oh God, I almost died just there. I wanted to scare the hell out of her because I don't want her to actually die. I want, I want her to stop doing that when she crosses the street. Um, but, oh, it was so gratifying, Todd. I cannot express to you how, how phenomenal that felt. To you know, she probably was more angry at you. I mean, like, man, what a, what a what tool. A jack wagon. A jack wagon. Yeah. It is, it is a big fear of mine. While driving, if somebody were to just pop out, especially in a city, somebody just pops out and and you hit them, you go to jail for manslaughter. Oh, for sure, for sure. And that's messed up. I'm not I'm saying not, that it's. I'm not. I'm not advocating for vehicular manslaughter here, but I'm just saying that it is scary because it is something that you can go to jail for for a really long time, mm-hmm. and it's not necessarily your fault. A lot well, of uh, in certain circumstances. Most of the time, I would imagine these days, when vehicular manslaughter occurs, when somebody's crossing the street, either one or both parties involved were on their cell phone at the time of the incident. Yeah, but like, say you're going down, uh, I don't know, in Chicago, if you were going down the street... And sometimes those speed limits are like, what, 35 miles per hour or something. And mm-hmm. somebody jaywalks but is not really paying attention and walks out behind some parked car right into the street, not looking. Or even if they're trying to, you know, get hit by a car. Sorry, that's darker. But if they're trying to get hit by those a car and then, like, they pop out and you don't have enough time to stop the car because, you know, at a certain point you're even if you slam the brake at, at a, a, a remarkable reaction speed, you could still hit them and kill them. Yeah, you certainly could. But uh, a lot odd. of people are, this, this, uh, 
this bill that was introduced into the state Senate. A lot of people are upset about it because they think that this is a, uh, this is like victim blaming basically because they're saying, you know, you can't get mad at the people who are, who are just doing what is their right of way and uh, having, you know, traffic people who aren't really adhering to the the rules of the road uh, mm-hmm. not have you know laws to help them be more careful but they're making it so that pedestrians are being more careful even though it's their right of way both Always. i mean both parties should be off their phones you shouldn't be texting well, and driving yeah. and you shouldn't be crossing the street while driving i i'm in i per- i'm in support I totally of- agree I'm in I'm in support of both pieces of legisla- legislation, right? The one that tells and I I know almost for a fact. Uh I could be wrong, but I would I would 100% gamble everything I have on there being a law in New York state or in New York City or in both that restricts individuals from being on the phone while driving. Yeah. And I support oh, sure. that 100%. I mean, some of the stupidest people I see on the road, I'll pass them and I'll see them on their phones. Every time I, you know, and, and I'll see people on their phones when they cross the street and they don't see me coming and I have to stop and wait for them to cross the road and all that stuff. And, you know, if I'm not paying attention and they're not paying attention, one of us is going to die and it's not going to be me in the car. Right. So I support both pieces of legislation, the one that deters people from being on their phone while crossing the street and the one that deters people from being on the phone while in a car. It's just it's idiotic both ways. It is idiotic. I we have a mutual friend who is very reckless with using his cell phone while driving. I believe we've mentioned him in the podcast already. Well, yeah. I mean, let's not use names here, but let's just pretend no, his name. Never. His name is Lucas Hall, and uh, <laughs> and say, yeah. Sometimes this this uh, this uh, anonymous person will just be on his phone, and you know, sometimes there there have been a few times where Tuscan and I have been driving, and we do this thing where uh, if we really need to look at our phone. We asked the other person reason. to grab the wheel and start driving. Yeah. <laughs> like usually, which in is more far sa- more <laughs> far more responsible than just not looking at the road and taking yeah. both hands off the wheel, <laughs> as I have seen this individual do a couple of times. <laughs> oh, um, it's, it's terrifying. It is. Well, it, I, you know, I I will hang out with this guy every once in a while, and in Lincoln, where he has lived for the past three years. Guy doesn't know how to get anywhere. He has no navigational <laughs> ability. <laughs> he can't get from his house to campus without a GPS. But but um, I wager that this is because every time he's on the road, he is on his phone. And he just does not see road signs. It's terrifying. Indeed. And, and I'm 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 scared for him that something's gonna something bad's gonna happen in the future. <laughs> Yeah, probably. Uh, well, he'll be fine, though. Uh, so I, I, I want to revisit something that we talked about on an earlier podcast, Todd, because I got an update ooh, here from how fun. The Independent. Yeah. Uh, and this actually, this is also kind of an old story, but I, I, I'd like to talk about it again because it's, it's still sort of an update to something we've already talked about. So do you remember the episode? I couldn't tell you which one it was, but the one where we talked about 
the fad in China of having strippers come to funerals. Does that sound familiar? No. What? Did we talk about this before? I don't know if we did. That Maybe sound, I'm just it, not remembering right. It, it might be that we didn't talk about it, but I feel like not only is it a very idiotic opinions or idiots with opinions topic, but I feel like I've read this article and talked about it before. Well, Todd. Well, what was the what was the original story? The original story is is pretty much no more than, in order to increase attendance for funerals, families will pay for strippers, comedians, singers, all sorts of entertainers to show up at these funerals because it is considered more dignified and you have more uh, honor or whatever if more people show up at your funeral, right? So if there's like a hated individual, they might be like, hey, free admission, and you get to watch like a, a striptease while, while the funeral services are happening. What the heck? And that's, like a, that's like an actual thing. So, so that's this whole thing in China, right? But as of February last year, China has launched a full-scale crackdown on these sorts of ceremonies. Basically, the state saying that it would target these obscene, pornographic, and vulgar performances at weddings and funerals because you have all sorts of different things that, you know, in, in, in essence, don't honor the dead uh, and don't bring them honor. Instead, just bring a weird vibe to the whole scene, you know? Yeah. Is... Is uh, do you know if prostitution is legal in China? I assume not. I would, I would bet that it's not legal. I would imagine it happens, but I would bet. That yeah, it's but I bet legal. it's. I bet it's less. If it's not legal, I bet it's less uh, common than in the United States. Because I, it's China. I cannot attest to these claims. Anyway, you but, had you have an update to this story. Oh, you already talked about the update. That, Are you no, done the, with that? the update is that China's cracking down on it. But the other thing that I read in this story is that these people will basically not only do they want to increase the number of people at the funeral, they also want to show off how much disposable income they have. Right? They want to mm. talk about how much money they're making and how crazy rich they are. Yeah, and basically and they, can't, they can't just use V bucks or anything yeah. like that. They gotta. They got to do something crazier. Right. So what they'll do is they'll spend, I mean, some households, according to this article from The Independent, say they will pay out more than their annual income for strippers. What? I mean, can you imagine that? Being in a position where you're like, all right, I make $50,000 a year. If I want to have the stripper come to my funeral, it'll cost me $75,000. And for whatever reason, I'm going to justify that action. It's absolutely ridiculous. All of a sudden, you're spending the next five That's, years paying off the stripper loan from your aunt's funeral. I can just imagine like somebody being like, oh, it's so sad that Aunt, aunt Becky died. Uh, it's so sad that she died. And then, you know, but, you know, a stripper by the name of Crystal, uh, Crystal, like, Pudding, I don't know, some stripper name. Crystal Let's go with pudding. Cherry Blossom. Cherry Blossom. That's a, that sounds that's like a more Chinese stripper name. 
<laughs> this is what she would have wanted. This is yeah. this is exactly what she would have wanted. Right. And an addendum to my obviously we've talked about it before. My I, I believe on the podcast, if not in person, my funeral is going to consist of my body or my ashes in some way being shot into space. Mm-hmm. And we've talked my, about mine multiple times as well. Oh yes, of course. Everybody's familiar with your Viking funeral time. <laughs> But at my actual ceremony, so there will be there will be a part of the ceremony where my ashes are shot into space. But I will be legitimately upset if there's not a stripper at my funeral. I want everybody to have a good time. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave a portion of my inheritance in my will, uh, a, a portion of my estate to go toward just buying the booze for the funeral because <laughs> I want there to be plenty and I want everybody to take an Uber home. Which yes. I will also pay for. Yes. Like, I want everybody to be so drunk that they can't drive. I'll pay all your parking tickets, all your Uber fares, and I'll buy the booze. Yeah, I want my funeral to be the best party I've ever thrown. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, I was going to talk about a, a different uh, New York City story, but now that we're on the topic of China, I do have this other story from China, uh, and it is... This man who uh, was using this this app called WeChat, this mobile messenger app, and he uh, had posted on it, and I think it's it's similar to like uh, some social media, I guess. I'm not familiar with the service, but he posted oh that he named two of his dogs, and I'm I know I'm gonna butcher the pronunciation on a lot of the upcoming words, but he named them Chengguan and Xiguan. I believe is how they're said. I think the X is pronounced she. Xiguan? Xiguan, yeah. Xiguan, okay. So, Changguan is actually the officials employed in urban areas to tackle low-level crime in China. And Xiguan mm-hmm. are informal community workers, like uh, like traffic assistants. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> because he named these dogs after government officials he is getting 10 days in an administrative detention center oh no yes um and he says that he he was asked why and he was just like i was just doing it for fun because i thought it was funny and of course the chinese government has no sense of humor so why would they they they, (laughs) there was even a police officer uh that said to beijing news that um, his actions had caused great harm to the nation and city's urban management in terms of mm. their feelings. Mm-hmm. And uh, Mr. Ban says he regrets his actions. He said, I don't know the law. I didn't know this was illegal. Right. So it's just kind of sad. Like, again, an- another thing with China, cracking down on just the na- like naming your dog. That's crazy. That's stupid. Oh, I think, I think in the UK, and I could be wrong about this, but there is still a law in place that says you can't name your dog or your pig after, I want to say you can't name your pig Charles after King Charles. Um, huh. and I, 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 think, I think the same applies to all British monarchs, but I, I want to say you can't name your pig Charles in the UK. Because of King Charles, and, and I don't want to. It would create some sort of innuendo. 
I don't want to get too political here or anything, but um, there is there is that story. I, I don't know if you're familiar of that guy who did the whole thing with um, training his dog how to be a Nazi. Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah, and then he, he was, like, facing prison time. I don't think he ever got prison mm-hmm. time because so many people were uh, were were protesting it, but... Of course they were. It's it's something like that. He might... No, I think he got a huge fine. I'm... I need to... Uh, I, yeah, I would... Story, I, I, could, but. I could use a refresher. I think he was going... I, I actually... If I remember correctly, the last I heard about that story is he was going to an appellate court. And he was going to mm. try and get the decision appealed because yeah. it violates significantly his right to free speech. But... To be perfectly blunt, the UK does not have a right to free speech. That's why the United States left, in part, and that's why the right to free speech, among other things, is in the First Amendment of uh, of the Constitution. It yeah, is, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not sorry. I'm right sorry now. for getting too political here for our listeners, but I just want to. I do want to say, uh, idiots with opinions, of course, does not support any sort of nazism and i'm i'm pretty positive that this guy who uh had the dog you know it was a joke it was it was a it was a comedic uh youtube video that got him in trouble yeah it was a goof it was a gaff and so uh i don't think he was in favor of uh nazi um nazi acts as well so no, I, uh, I can't imagine he was. Yeah, as 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 anyone should not be. As anyone should not be. Is that okay? I don't know. No one should support. No the one Nazis, should support guys. the Nazis. Sorry to all our yeah. Nazi listeners out there, but we don't support you. Know what? You. Turn off the phone. Stop listening. <laughs> stop listening to us. We don't want you listening to our podcast. Go seek help. You know. Uh, speaking of Nazis, Todd, I actually saw a video from I think it was Vice recently that had to do with a service that deals with covering up hateful tattoos that people have. And have you seen this? I almost wrote a, um, an episode of a web series based on this. Yeah. So there are a bunch of people and it's not just Nazis, but it's, it's gangs in, in all sorts of communities it's supremacy groups. It's mm. all sorts of stuff. And people will get these tattoos that they really regret. And it's not just because, you know, it's the name of an ex-girlfriend, but it's a full body portrait of Hitler and like a bunch of Nazi propaganda stuff that you've tattooed onto your body. And now you have to get rid of it. And so there's, there's this service out there and there there's, uh, and, and it will basically provide for a person who's trying to atone for a bad point in their life with free cover-ups of these tattoos so that they can present themselves in public again. And, you know, I mean, you're, if you've got a SS tattooed on your face, you're still going to have a bad face tattoo, but it's not going to be a hate symbol of the Nazi regime which I think is big. So that, that I find it'll, it'll uh, be a little bit easier to get a job. Yeah. Uh, a bit. With, with your new face tattoo, which right. is not a sentence I ever thought I would say. 
Yeah. You you might be a turtleneck guy for the rest of your life, but, you know, <laughs> hey, at least when you're on the beach, you can take off your shirt and not have things thrown at you. <laughs> uh, people will just think, look at that weirdo with the neck tattoos. Um, Todd, I believe, I, I, I could be wrong here, but my clock is saying we've been doing this a while. Uh, yeah. I, 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 think we've, I, I think we've reached the point where I want to talk about our benefactor and the man yeah. who has covered up all of his Nazi tattoos yeah. uh, up to this yeah, point. He does, have, he does have four neck tattoos, th- yeah. three of which are uh, new covered up tattoos. We don't know what they were beforehand. but And one of uh, them is a butterfly. Yeah. And it's always been a butterfly. Yeah. Yeah, he really liked the movie Butterfly Effect. I think he was the only one. And his name is Carl Westberg. Todd, Carl Westberg, he's done things for us, you know. Uh, done a lot of things. Might have, he, might good, once been, he might have once been a, a white supremacist, but, but now he's changed his ways and, and he's, a, he's a much better person. And I, I believe in forgiveness, Todd. I think, I think people can change and, and evolve and, and that sort of thing. But to that end, uh, I, w- I want to give him a, a, a big thank you from everybody here at Idiots with Opinions. Yeah, uh, thank you for all that you've done, Carl Westberg. You've given us, uh, you've given us the the motivation that we deserve because you uh, you taunt us with fear and uh, f- and force to help us create the best content that we can make. Um, and we, yeah, if if you want to know anything more about his tactics of how to motivate. Uh, the two idiots that we are, uh, you can email us. He has like a, us. a DVD series too. We can we can mail that to you for just uh, sixty nine ninety nine. That's right. It, it's it's a it, it's an informational video series uh, on DVD. So if you still have a DVD player and you wanna you wanna know all about that, yeah. The, the if you wanna if you wanna uh, send your e- your address over to uh, studiosvolatile at gmail we will get right to it. Send you that. Uh, just you'll have to pay for shipping, and then um, if you want to get in contact with our our soon to be revamped social media, uh, where there will be some some stuff on Instagram at idiotic opinions, and on Twitter at opinions that suck. That's spelled S U K, not S U C K. So opinions that suck on Twitter. So, uh, yeah, and uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Tuscan? I'd like to talk about the fact that I've had to pee for the last half hour, and uh, I'd really like to go do that. So Okay, well, I'd like to, to continue to talk about uh, just a bunch of nonsense so that you can't do that for the rest of... Oh, he, he, he's leaving. Tus- Tuscan, come back. The, d- the door is shut. There's... Is he... Is he peeing? Is is the urine flowing? Oh oh no, I can hear it. I don't know if I don't know if anyone else can hear it, but I can hear it. I hope it's not in the corner of his room. I hope he's going into his bathroom this time. Uh oh. I hope Carl Westberg isn't there. You've been listening to Idiots with Opinions. Tune in next week.